in the next chapter we will see what it was like in the palace of king herod the palace which was grand and beautiful and glorious and full of its vices and other problems of course dark brown herod the king of judea heard of all these matters that happened in nazareth and ever since old zachariah had been stricken dumb on the altar there had been rumors of queer happenings in jerusalem and herod's spies hearing everything reported all the gossip including whispers from the north that a virgin of nazareth was going to have a baby the shepherds too had naturally babbled about their supernatural experience when right out in the courtyard of the temple old simeon then declared the child to be from god and promptly died after having conspicuously and publicly waited so many years and when the old crone canna anna added her testimony herod quite reasonably began to feel vexed is the king going to arrest us asked joseph when samuel told him about it very likely i am afraid to say grunted samuel this herod is now afraid of his own shadow but he is a lot more afraid of a rival to his throne and that's what he is likely to consider your child if he takes the story seriously samuel is concerned about joseph and his family he wanted them to be safe and he gave all possible news of what is happening in jerusalem to joseph <clears throat> spies of the revolutionary movement still working as servants in the herodian palace had heard with their own ears and seen at first hand exactly what had happened first <clears throat> the agents of the king diligent every day reported the strange stories but had to admit that the tales were vague they had learned nothing circumstantial not even the names of the father and mother rumors had been distorted and multiplied and spread in profusion some had it they were twins others that it was a girl child so far thank god herod did not know that joseph the carpenter of nazareth and mary his wife were the ones he sought nor that they were still quartered with the child in a bethlehem stable herod had a turbulent scene with his spies what kind of service is this he roared at them get me facts they came back with alarming facts three wise men from the east had arrived in the capital they had no caravan merely four camels the extra beast loaded with bales and boxes which they kept ever near them at the khan gossip said they were kings traveling incognito 
three strangers and four camels at the inn. Herod said to his spies, What kind of men do they pretend to be? Merchants? Ambassadors with gifts for me? Or what? They are called Magi, the spy reported. What are Magi? roared Herod. Magi are wise men, was the answer. Yet these three do not seem to be so very wise. They have gone up and down Jerusalem from the stadium to the temple, saying nothing wise at all, but instead <clears throat> asking questions of everybody. What questions? said Herod, who was disturbed about all these things. The spies gulped and flushed and cleared their throats. What questions, fools, speak up or I'll have you flogged, threatened turbulent Herod. They are asking about the birth of a fabulous child who is to take the throne of Israel. They say they have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. With armored fists, Herod struck the two men down. He kicked them with his boots. He screamed and ranted and ordered them carried out and put to death. He drank two goblets of foaming wine and ordered music and dancing girls and Egyptian singers and dancers. And then, as soon as the music began, he cleared the apartment of them with one scream of mortal rage. Gasping, he lay on a couch for an hour, fanned by a tamarisk boy who was a spy of Samuel's resistance group. Later, when he felt calmer, Herod talked with the Nisus, his secretary, who knew more about Magi than the spies. Tell me more about these people, the Magi. Nisus, the secretary said, they can do wonders, those people. Are they sorcerers? asked Herod suspiciously. They are holy men in their own land. <clears throat> they are priests of Eastern occultism. They are capable of understanding the past and of foretelling the future. So, exclaimed Herod, and the tone came from the belly. Bring Annas and the chief priests and the scribes to me. But when these worthies responded, <clears throat> he decided to talk with Annas alone. They understood each other. Even in those early days, Annas, already the political boss of Jerusalem, was hated by the people because they knew he had sold out to Herod and Rome. If a revolution were ever successful, <coughs> Annas, leader of the 40 richest families in the land, would have been the first to be put to death. The people well knew how he had come to terms with the tyrant and the invader. He had asked Herod, What does the empire want of Palestine? Taxes? <coughs> And tranquility was the answer. Taxes we will get for you. Tranquility we guarantee. Such was the bargain Annas had made. 
only we must keep keep ourselves in order and we must collect the taxes then anas and his friends hired the collectors 